for the folks that find it confusing, I, I have to tell you that uh, 2.8 million people didn't find it confusing. 3.3 uh, million that we had vaccinated didn't find it confusing. So uh, if I'm doing the math right, we're well over 6 million people that didn't find it confusing. Folks, it's very, very simple. It's very, very simple, he says. It, it, maybe it's simple. Just wish we had the vaccines to go with it because I'm sure you heard about this in the news as well. Thousands of appointments canceled at two clinics in Scarborough, but 10,000 people planning to get the shot between today and Monday. All excited. I mean, you've got your day. Christmas is coming. And then it's like, well, there will be no more toys. So they're not, it's one of my favorite Christmas shows. Um, do you know, by the way, Rob, do you know what one that is? Or were you not allowed to watch TV when you were a kid? What? What? Chris, the Christmas There reference? will be no more toys. Do you, do you know which claymation show that is? Uh, no, I can't think of it off the You're without a Santa Claus. No. All right. Sorry. Um, so these people had hoped to get their shot between today and Monday, and that's not going to happen. Now the city is hoping to reopen those clinics as soon as they get their supply of vaccines. So, okay, we've got a problem with the supply again. Um, but I think this is interesting because a lot of people are talking about the rollout and the whole system that we use. Boy, oh boy, Toronto City Councilor Josh Matlow, he has been busy this week. He, he had that motion for day drinking in the park. And now he's adding his support to an open letter to the Premier suggesting that all Ontarians should have a way to pre-register for the vaccine. He joins the show again. Josh, good to have you on. That's twice in one week. Twice. Good morning. By, by the way, were you referring to Rudolph? No, I wasn't. I was referring to the year without a Santa Claus, the Burger Meister Meister Burger ah. one. Yeah. Was why are you <laughs> partial? You. <laughs> are you partial to Rudolph? Oh, well, it's not so much partial. I just that's what I that's my memory was there. So thanks yeah. for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, no problem. No, but listen, this is all all our childhoods. It's it's we hold on to these things, especially now. You get all nostalgic about Absolutely. what it used to be like in the good old days. So first of all, yeah, before I, reflecting. Yeah, for sure. Before I get to the um, what you're hoping to do with the pre-registration for vaccine, what you're calling on the premier to maybe take a look into, how's your motion for drinking in the parks this summer being received? Uh, I've yet to discover that. To be to be quite candid with you, it's going to come to committee in a couple of weeks, and uh, then we'll then we'll we'll know sort of how it's received by my colleagues. The mayor has said that uh, he is in. I think in principle supportive, but uh, he has questions about the timing of it. Uh, so, uh, you know, the debate will ensue. But certainly it's, I think it's been very well received by by the public, given that uh, uh, the arguments with respect to public health and equity are so strong. Okay, well, let's get to the other topic at hand, along with several other health professionals, very, um, some of them we've had on the show before, epidemiologists and the like. You've signed your name to a letter. It's suggesting that the provincial vaccine pre um vaccine rollout should have a pre-registration program. Hopefully I've got that right. So you're, you're going for uh, some sort of online uh, companion to the vaccine rollout and where you can pre-register. Is that right? How would that work? So yes. And Um, so, you know, as, as you were uh, referring to before um, the vaccine rollout has been confusing to many uh, Ontarians. Uh, whether it be the way that it's been rolled out, and and in you know, and, and also certainly due to the uh, due to the supply challenges, and uh, you know, and a lot of Ontarians are also saying, well, you know, we're hearing like red zone, gray zone, lockdown versus shutdown. Some Ontarians sort of tune out, sadly, because of that. Yep. That's not a good thing. But there are other Ontarians who are very tuned in, who are anxiously waiting to get their vaccine, and but just don't understand uh, how they find out when they're eligible. 
uh, if they're going to be in a hot spot, what is a hot spot? They want to know, uh, you know, where to go when when it's their turn. So uh, what, uh, you know, a number of public health experts and I have written to the premier and the health minister, along with the science table about, is uh, to provide Ontarians with an opportunity, both phone and online through their systems to uh, pre-register. So in other words, by, by pre-registering their interest in receiving the COVID-19 vaccine, it both uh, provides, I think, important data to the province with respect to um, the, the you know, orderly uh, management of supply and distribution. It identifies where and which postal codes there may be vaccine hesitancy that needs to be addressed more acutely. Um, and for, you know, for a lot of Ontarians, you know, frankly, their mental health uh, and the anxiety that is so understandable about when their turn will be and when they'll be eligible. It provides them an opportunity to know that they're on a list, that they will have a follow-up telling them exactly when they're eligible and where they can go and what they can do, rather than worry about sort of, you know, the, this 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 moment that, that I think a lot of people are waiting for, because we all want to be part of, or we should all be want to be part of the solution to end this pandemic. I know. I, I I love the idea of pre-registering. I just worry that, you know, when you bring in the component of anxiety and easing anxiety, it might do the opposite of easing anxiety because you might be, it's sort of like that situation sure. where I, well, I'm just going to bring it down to a base level here and, and get it, uh, you know, bring it, bring it back to the days of waiting for a boy to call. Sort of like, you know, you don't want to leave the house because you don't have an answering machine. So you don't know if this person's going to call you that you're um, really excited to talk to. So you don't leave the house. I just worry if it almost might be crippling because there's this anxiety of, oh, my gosh, what if I miss it somehow? Or, oh, my gosh, they haven't called yet. Um, maybe I didn't pre-register properly. Yeah. I just worry about that. I mean, I'm just throwing a devil's advocate. Um yeah, no, no, I, I appreciate that. The truth is it's it's actually quite the opposite of that metaphor. Uh, uh, first of all, most people aren't leaving home <laughs> regardless these days, <laughs> whether or not that, 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 that uh, you know, metaphorical boy is going to call or not. But, you know, uh, but, but the, the reality is, is that a lot of people are already feeling that anxiety. Um, they want to know when they're going to get their shot. They want to know when their parents are going to get that shot. They want to know when uh, their kids are going to get that shot. They, they want to know. So it's not a matter of, of the anxiety arriving. It's there for so many people. And, you know, for, for a lot of people, and I've certainly heard this feedback by so many, to simply know that they're not going to have to wait around to sort of figure that out eventually, but that they know that they're on a list, that they will get a formal recognition that they're on the list and a follow-up about mm -hmm. when they're eligible and what they do and where they go, it could very well bring uh, bring that anxiety down for a lot of people who are already there. You know, they're already they're already feeling that sort of volume eleven feeling, and understandably, understandably so. They want to feel safe, but uh, I think it's also you know it, everything that I've heard. I mean, my dad said this. I think you know a lot of people who have had a vaccine have had the vaccine shot, or at least the first shot has said this, that there's also something very meaningful about doing something active in your own life that helps you feel and know that you are one step closer to the end of the pandemic. And I think it's very meaningful for a lot of people. So that, I mean, that addresses a lot of anxiety out there, but substantively, um, you know, while, while this is, I believe, a creative, intuitive idea and a helpful idea, it's not a new idea. It's actually mm -hmm. something that's being used in jurisdictions, you know, elsewhere quite widely. And this is something that uh, I think would be helpful to an orderly and, and database uh, rollout as well.
But Josh, what about the situation of people who pre-registered at pharmacies only to learn that while they were waiting to be contacted, the pharmacies doing walk-in vaccinations? Any concern about something similar happening here? And if you do pre-register on your provincial site and what you're talking about here, um, what happens then? Because you're waiting for a message. What message do you get? Hey, in a week from now, we expect we'll have enough vaccine. Like, will you be updated on a weekly basis? Will you be updated only when you are called to get your um, regist- your your vaccine when you're eligible, will you have to still register? I know it's a pre-registration, but will you have to still try and book a time? What's the ins and outs there? Because I could I could see people getting upset if they find out you know what happened at the pharmacies happening provincially. Sure, I'll give you another example of that. Mm. You know, even with the uh, the mobile vaccination units, which you know we are we are very supportive of. We'd like to see that done more, and we'd like to see that rolled out to. Places like Norks, uh, you know, naturally occurring retirement uh, communities where uh, where seniors live. So uh, it, it's it's a it's an important initiative. But there was confusion by some where you know they thought that they should they should um, uh, book an appointment, and then they learned that it's actually sort of a walk up rather than uh, than the former. So there has been confusion about processes. So um, this no, is I think they did. I got to correct you, Josh. I have I have heard that people did book an appointment with Shoppers Drug Mart. They didn't get in touch with no, them. No, and then they found not, out they I'm were doing lock-ins. Yeah, no, Kelly, I, I, I okay. wasn't referring to shoppers. I was referring to the, the mobile vaccination. Units. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, but yeah, but the, um, uh, no, this, the, the way that we uh, see this is, is, is actually a very simple, uh, uh, straightforward uh, process. Um, if one is interested in receiving the vaccine, which I hope everyone is, yep. they go to the province's portal, Rather, you know, whether it be phone or online, whatever you have access to, you register your your information, whether it be your name, your postal code, you know, relevant information that they would require, and then you you, you get it. You know, if you do it by online, for example, you would receive a you know a response by email saying you know thank you for registering, uh, someone will follow up with you, and then you know that you're in there. You know that you're in the queue. Sort of like it's like uh, online you know, shopping. Your order's coming soon. Yeah, like we're all used to that, you know, yeah. getting tickets for concerts when back in the days when we were able to go to concerts, stuff like that. And then ultimately, then you know now that you are, you're, you're recognized, you're formally in the queue. And then when the phase arrives, and, you know, the premier is right, this will be largely due to uh, the, the supply, that we have supply accessible to us. Then you would get a follow-up uh, from, you know, from that system saying, uh Good news it's your turn and you can go to you know this clinic or that place and and that's where you can get it and, so and would it be qualify. a walk-up situation josh then or would I mean, it be um would they send you a time and say good news you're in here's your time do we know have we thought that far ahead well you know that far ahead will largely be dependent on the supply we have so i think all of us would 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 hope that we get to a place as soon as possible that you could walk into any pharmacy you know, you know, anywhere you live and be able to just get a shot like we do uh, for, for the flu vaccine every year. That is where we want to arrive at. That being mm-hmm. said, until we have the supply to meet that request, then yes, it would have to be, uh, uh, you know, by appointment. So, um, you know, uh, it'll, be, it'll be by appointment while it has to be by appointment. It'll be triaged while it has to be triaged. And then, of course, I think, you know, any any reasonable person would look forward to uh, the day that we have the the ample supply to be able to have anybody walk into any any pharmacy or clinic and get their shot. 
Josh, before I let you go, you mentioned this could also, this pre-registration could also assist with the management of the vaccine supply. Uh, there's been some people that have criticized where the vaccine is going, the vaccine supply is going. Um, yes. Maybe there'll be a lot of people wanting the vaccine, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's where it should go first. Is that something that um, would be accounted for? Well, of course, because, you know, this this provides, um, you know, rather than depending on on pollsters, for example, to provide, um, you know, topical, you know, timely information. Um, this actually will be, you know, real data from real people, real Ontarians, uh, who will indicate that they want to uh, sign up and get the vaccine. And it'll give, uh, you know, some data to the province, and I think very helpful data based on what the public health experts have advised, uh, to provide, you know, A, where there's interest, but just as importantly, uh, where there may be hesitancy, where they're not mm -hmm. getting a number of people signing up and where there needs to be more attention uh, more acutely addressed there. Um, so it, 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 it helps the government understand, uh, uh, you know, how, how to make more informed decisions with regard to uh, distribution and supply, but also uh, identifying hesitancy, which is a real problem and needs to be addressed uh, as, as quickly and, and as well as possible. I would add, by the way, you know, something that I'm learning anecdotally uh, is that, you know, there's hesitancy out there, but there's also what I would describe as maybe not so much hesitancy, vaccine hesitancy, but some people are just not vaccine excited yet. In other words, if the systems are made easy and accessible to them, they'll say, yes, they'll do it, but they may not mm. seek it out. And that's why we need to understand sort of where they're, you know, where we need to be focusing our attention to and make sure that we get to them. So a combination of both what we're proposing in our letter, along with mobile uh, vaccination units and a number of tools in the toolbox, I think will be incredibly helpful right now because we want to get as many shots into as many arms as possible uh, to protect people's lives and well-being and end this pandemic for us all. Josh, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Appreciate your time. Thank you for your time.